Hello everyone, welcome to another Experiencing Geologic. Hello my beautiful, my wonderful, and my loyal listeners. Welcome to another episode of Experiencing Geologic. I am your lovely host, Geologic, and this is episode 203. On this episode, I would love to discuss middle class in the United States of America. I feel like we should all be saying goodbye to middle class. I think that middle class will not be around too much longer. And in this podcast episode, I'm gonna go ahead and let you guys know why, why I believe such a thing. First and foremost, I do think that the class system is a political thing, right? It's just a way to try and get a certain social economic group. So they want to divide us by our income. But there's not really defining measures to say, hey, I am in fact lower class. I am in fact middle class. I am in fact upper class. When I say that there aren't really any defining measures, I want to say this as an example. You could say that someone that is single that makes anywhere between forty dollars to $80,000 is in middle class, right? You would think. It sounds good. Single, no kids, forty dollars to $80,000 in the United States of America. You would, you would say that that's middle class, right? You would think. But honestly, living in Idaho, living in Oklahoma, living in Kansas, maybe living in Kentucky, Arkansas, Mississippi, that 40,000, that 50,000, that 60,000, let's say you're making 80,000 and you're single, that is going to go such a long way as compared to if I were a single person making $40,000 to $80,000 living in San Francisco, living in Portland, living in Seattle, living in Los Angeles, living in Miami, living in Chicago or New York. So I don't think that middle class or upper class or lower class is very definitive by a number. A good defining measure of middle class would be if you have anything in savings maybe. Maybe middle class is someone that rents and their rent is more than 1200 a month. And if they own, their mortgage is anywhere between 1000 and 3000 a month. I feel like that would be middle class because like I said, it's so hard. Honestly, 50 different states make up one country. There's no way that I can make $50,000 and live in Oahu, Hawaii, right? Milk is literally $7 in Hawaii. And that was before 2019, 2018, 2017. It is what it is. Hawaii is an island in the Pacific Ocean. Everything there for the most part is an import so they have to tax that and have a higher price right they might not have the best health care there might not be as many doctors to choose from so your health care you might pay more there i don't know but i just want to say that at the preface of my podcast episode i'm not a believer that a middle class person is someone that's single 
in our country making forty to eighty thousand dollars. No, it really matters on what do you pay for rent, what do you pay for mortgage, do you have anything in, in savings? Also, I kind of think of middle class as someone that's college educated as well. Usually, if you're not college educated, you're either poor or you're super super rich. That's just geologic. That's my opinion. I don't meet too many people that didn't go to college that are on the same economical level as me. So anyway, let's go ahead and read out some actual facts so you guys can be like, oh my God, G is not cap. You know, why are you making this topic relevant, right? No, it's been a relevant topic. It's been something that's been talked about for at least the last 10 to 15 years our middle class is disappearing okay we have broad societal changes 30 40 years ago we were living more in an industrialization age now that's not really the case i think that (laughs) we've industrialized the entire country and damn near the entire world so we're living in a technology age with that you're going to have a decline of unions unions were making sure that you got everything that you needed they were making sure you got your benefits your paid time off your maternity leave or whatever right we don't really have unions anymore who's to say that's a good or a bad thing i'm just here providing the logic also the role of globalization i think that all of these things have fit into kind of what we observe as the shrinking of the middle class I think that middle class is barely keeping up because it's hard to save or plan for the future or it's hard to have a $1,600 rent and eventually you want to buy and own, but it's hard to scramble up 10 to 20% down payment on your house, right? And if you want a decent house, I'm not saying the nicest brand newest house, whatever, right? These homes in Houston, Texas, something that's normal is going to be about 200 to $300,000. Middle class really is disappearing. It's not capped. This is a statistic. So 61% of the United States adults were considered middle class in the year 1971. As of 2021, middle class has dropped down to 50% of American adults. I think the reason behind all of this of course is inflation right rising prices we have market instability so not only are prices crazy at the pumps at the gas stations and at the airports but apr rates are crazy if you want to finance a brand new car even with 800 credit score i am hearing of people paying over six and seven percent on a brand new vehicle if you want to finance it that's terrible six percent on a car note and you have damn near perfect credit is a slap in the face and if your car is used used cars at at around anything over 740 credit score i'm seeing 10.99 percent as the lowest that is horrible and that is just terrible for our economy We were eating during the pandemic because unemployment was paying us more than our actual jobs. That's sad. Yes, the price of living has gone up extremely, right? We know that. But our pays have not. Our pays have increased by like 10% since 50 years ago. The average price of a house 50 years ago, you guys, was like $70,000. 
the average price of a house in the United States of America as of today is $460,000. So you would think that middle class owned their homes when we speak of middle class, but sometimes that's just not obtainable. Even on a two parent or two adult household income, $400,000 for a house note, and let's say your mortgage rate, right? Your your interest on that is, let's say, 6, 6%, right? 7%. That's, that's high. You still have to pay for PMI. You still have to pay for homeowner's insurance. You still have to pay for a lot, you guys. Taxes at the end of the year on your home, the property taxes are just completely out of control. So I'm just bringing up examples of how hard it is for Americans just to get by just to live the american dream it kind of sounds cliche now house i believe it's called house hacking or house shacking you might own the property but you stay in the garage or bedroom and you rent the other bedroom out so it's like your rent or mortgage is getting taken care of let's say your mortgage because you really should only be leasing something out if you own it so let's be politically correct but that roommate is helping you cover your mortgage. And now more than ever, you guys hear me say on the pod, I would love to live with someone just to split the cost. And it's like, I don't know if my car is premium and premium is just burning through my V6 engine, but literally you guys, my gas, it doesn't matter if I go to Shell or if I go to Sam's Club, my gas is like, it's not hitting the same at all. I'm at the gas station far too often since we're on cars average price of a car for sale of a car for sale right now in 2023 $47,000 $47,000 a car you're telling me the average price of a car is $47,000 and then the house that we want to buy is 250 off top that's $300,000 in debt right there right and if you're making $60,000 a year before taxes after taxes you're for sure making closer to 40 45 and that's the part that hurts them tax rates you get a job you lit 60k 65k you're under 30 years old with no kids you would think that you would be balling but that's really not the case your paycheck each two weeks is going to be like two thousand dollars if you're living in texas on a 60k salary, your check is like 2000, 2200. So, if rent is 1600, maybe you'll pay your renter's insurance, uh maybe you'll pay your car insurance with that one check and maybe hit the grocery store, right? Maybe 150 at the grocery store. That one check right there is gone. Right? On a 60k salary in Houston, Texas, my first check of the month is gone to rent my renter's insurance, probably my car insurance, and to the grocery store, right? That's fair. Two weeks later rolls around, right? So we have a car note that needs to be paid out of that. Um, let's say you have about two credit cards. So you're going to pay each credit card, maybe about $300, $500. What else are other bills that we pay? Maybe you have a student loan that needs to be paid for, right? Let's throw that in there. Maybe you want to save, maybe you want to invest. So let's say you throw at least $300 there. And let's say <laughs> you are planning on going to LA and you need to board your dog for the weekend. Oop, but your dog's Bordetella oral vaccine is expired. 
that vaccine is $78, even at Petco, the cheapest of places, right? And then his boarding is going to be 300. I say all this to say, even on a 60K salary in Houston, Texas, with no children and no spouse, you're still living paycheck to paycheck. I guess back in the day, middle class wasn't paycheck to paycheck, but it 100% sure is now. Me, for example, my savings, so I feel like I shouldn't be investing if I don't even have any savings. In my mind, I want to get to like close to eight bands in savings, right? And then I want to dip into that eight bands and maybe invest two bands, right? But until I have a savings account goal of a certain amount that's reached, I don't want to just start investing my money. I want to invest money that I'm okay if I lose it. Every time you invest money into the, to an ETF, into whatever, besides an IRA, there might be a risk of you losing it. So I want to be comfortable enough with my money like, hey, I've saved this. I have a plan for this money. And if it doesn't work out, I am not stressed, right? It's not like that was bill money. So I'm just saying like, it's, it's different levels to this shit. I don't advise anyone that doesn't have more than $5,000 in savings to start just investing. I think priorities and having an emergency fund and prepare for a rainy day and having liquid cash is still important before investing. But it's just tough out here, bro. Tax rates, you really might be thinking you're balling, bro, until it's tax time or until you see your check and all that shit that's going to social security and federal withholding. I'm just confused. Because y'all told us that 30 years, Social Security will be no more. So why are y'all still taking from our checks? Where's it going towards? Another reason why we can say goodbye to middle class is because LLCs, which are limited liability corporations, they're buying single family residencies more than human beings. So to break that down to someone that doesn't understand what I just said, you have businesses and organizations, or maybe I could buy a house in my LLC name, right? If you want to have a home out of your personal name, outside of your personal credit, it is great to buy it under your LLC. You have different interest rates, um, probably different offers to you when you're buying it as an LLC, an S Corp, a C Corp, as opposed to you just buying it as a human being using your social security number. But when you have more LLCs buying homes as opposed to human beings, it's like, damn. So y'all are just buying these houses to rent them out? Because I know a lot of y'all aren't using them as your primary residencies. You're renting them out. You're airbnb them out. And the, the moral of this statement, right? LLCs are buying single-family residencies more than humans. It's just the focus of future generations. Going back to the last episode, sustainability. We cannot sustain a community or an environment if you have businesses buying up homes when the American dream used to be a family moving into a house with a white picket fence, a dog, a baby, and the dad just worked. That shit just isn't it anymore. You have to compete with LLCs and non-human entities buying up homes in your community. So, so it's harder. You got to come harder. You might have to put more money down. In a lot of ways, our world has just gotten so much more competitive. We're competing with LLCs. Now we are competing with AI for our jobs. It's just like, what's next? It's a fucking rat's race. Tax rates are ridiculous. I feel like everyone's getting hit hard with taxes. There definitely needs to be a revisit 
to the whole tax conversation for sure, bro, because something is just not right. And then with each president that comes in at tax time, when you're filing for your tax returns each year, it's something different with each president, something different. When you file with Donald Trump, he was doing this. Now with Joe Biden, there's not as many deductions, incentives. Like it's just weird. It's really, really weird. So like I said, it's hard to really put it in words of what middle class is because the United States of America is so broad and living in Memphis, Tennessee versus living in Las Vegas or living in Los Angeles, California versus living in Tampa, Florida, it's different. Your money is going to get taxed differently by the time it actually hits your your checking account. A lot of different things could have happened to it when you live in these different